guys, and welcome back to another episode of Feed and Focus for Remote Work and Digital Nomads podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm a certified nutritionist, health, nutrition, brain performance coach, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion for helping you guys to learn how to use nutrition, food, your home, your workspace, different lifestyle, behavior tools, things outside, the way you talk to yourself, all of these things to feel, look, and do your absolute best. That's what I'm passionate about. I think this is this has been my biggest passion since I was a teenager. I just wanted to figure out how to feel my best and do my best and get the most out of it. Like, I don't know why, but since I was a very little girl, I was fascinated by human potential. And I, and I think we have so much of it, like each of us as a humanity, we have so much of it untapped, unused. And I think why I'm so passionate about the brain specifically is because I believe that is the the seed, the the thing that helps us to unlock all of the potential in all of the other systems in our body. And why is that the case? Is because our brain is like this command center. It gets information from all of the systems, all of the uh, cells, all of the organs, tissues in our body. It also gets the information from our sensory organs, like our eyes, skin, our ears, our um, tongue, all the information about outside environment. And the brain accumulates all this information and then makes decisions how to make you thrive and survive. What kind of metabolic changes? What kind of genetic changes? What kind of behavior changes to induce or to make you do or to make happen in your body so you absolutely thrive in this environment? And sometimes people get back to me with um, a phrase like, but Angela, why do I have bad habits then? Like, you know, habits that make me put on weight and make me unhappy at the end. Why do I have them? Well, it's because from your brain's perspective, things that you do actually serve a purpose. Like, for example, if you're stressed all the time and you feel the urge to eat, well, that's your brain ways of managing stress and making sure that you have enough resources in the form of food or calories to survive that stress. So if you don't learn how to use other tools, like, for example, meditation or some other mindfulness tools, if you don't learn how to use them to lower your stress without food, to make your brain feel like you are safe, then the only other mechanism you have is basically food, right? Unless you have some other, you know, bad habits that that do the job. So your brain is always doing your best. It's always on your side, trying to help you to solve problems. It's just the patterns, the habits that you've accumulated throughout your life experience, especially in your childhood and when you were a teenager. It's just the tools that you learn, they're not as useful anymore as they used to maybe when you were a kid. Like maybe when you were a child and you studied crying for one reason or the other, your mom would give you food all the time. And you're very fast learned to use tool uh, as a tool to kind of solve problems and to reduce anxiety, your stress levels, to make you feel good and safe and nourished, right? That's what the food does. Um, and now as an adult, you have the same mechanism and you never learned how to actually 
actually change that, right? So your brain is always on your side. It just nobody taught us how to use it. So we actually also get the results that we want, not just the immediate solution to the problem. So that's kind of the introduction into my passion um, for the brain. But of course, as usual on this podcast, it's not the only thing that we're going to talk about. I, as usual, want to give you practical value that you can start uh, using right away to make yourself feel, do, and look better. Today, we are talking about caffeine. I did a workshop with Digital Nomads Daily Club, and it was on Monday morning, 8 a.m. my time, and the workshop's name was How to Have a Powerful Morning Every Day. How to feel motivated, focused, and full of energy every single morning. Doesn't matter whether you woke up like that or you're not feeling like it, especially when you're not feeling like it. You need to apply these tools that we learned to to make yourself feel the way you need to feel, to absolutely have the best experience throughout your day, to do the things that you need to do and to get them done in a way that moves your life into desired direction. Um, If you want, reach out. Uh, I can provide the recording of the workshop. Today, I wanted to bring you a couple of tools that we talked about that um, as always, get a lot of interest uh, from people because um, so many of us do it, do things that don't exactly work, and we don't use the tools that we learned, and we get negative health consequences. You know, kind of similar with um, eat, overeating all the time and putting on weight. But without further ado, so what I'm talking about here is caffeine, coffee, specifically coffee. Right? We all love our coffees, especially people in into high performance. Like we want to do our best at any point of the day. Like it doesn't matter whether that's morning, afternoon, or evening. Right? We wanna do what we wanna do. We wanna accomplish what we want to accomplish. And I think that's like the major reason why we use caffeine as species, as society. We want to feel better. And coffee helps with that. By the way, coffee doesn't actually give us energy. Um, It doesn't have, uh, unless you drink it with sugar and milk, and a lot of people do, I realize. But even black coffee itself, the reason why we feel more energized is because it actually tricks our brain into thinking that the brain is not as sleepy. You see, we have a brain chemical that's called adenosine in our brain that accumulates throughout the day to make us feel sleepy, so it's easier for us to fall asleep. Now, during the the night, what the brain does is clearing out that adenosine, that sleepy molecule. But very often when we wake up, especially if you're not the kind of person who has eight hours sleep every night and you sleep on your best hours and the quality of your sleep is always top-notch, right? Especially if you're not that kind of person, some of that molecule will stay be in your brain. And so in the morning, one of the reasons why you feel a little bit groggy, sleepier still, is because you still have the sleepy molecule and your brain needs some time in the morning to clear it out for you to feel fully alert and awake. Now, if you drink caffeine right away, what caffeine does, what coffee does, but specifically caffeine, the molecule of caffeine is very similar to this molecule of adenosine, the sleepy molecule, and it binds to the same receptors in the brain 
blocking the access to those receptors to adenosine. And it's like your brain starts thinking that there is less adenosine. And that's why you feel alert and awake. Also, caffeine stimulates some stress hormones like adrenaline, like cortisol, that are designed, one of the purpose of them is to release some internal resources, energy including, to give you energy to... Uh, overcome what your brain thinks might be danger, might be a stressor, right? Might threaten your survival. So there are two things that caffeine does, you know, stressing you out, uh, giving your brain the signal to release some energy to deal with that stress. And also it blocks that sleepy molecule and your brain thinks that you're not sleepy anymore, right? But then what happens is caffeine, by like mid-morning, closer to early afternoon, that caffeine starts to be washed out of your system, so to speak. But that adenosine, it doesn't go anywhere. It's still in your brain, just kind of like floating around, waiting for the receptors to be free to bind to them and do the job that adenosine is designed to do. So caffeine goes away and adenosine comes back. And on the top of natural sleepiness that we feel during the afternoon hours, on top of that, you get a bunch of that adenosine that is not supposed to be there, a bunch of that sleepy molecule, and you feel double sleepy. And that's when you feel like you're crushing and you still want to do things in the middle of the day and you get, get another coffee. And then what happens is that coffee stays in your system for much longer now and it disturbs your sleep. And then you don't have the good quality of sleep that you were supposed to have. And then in the morning you feel sleepy again and you want to do things again. And then you use caffeine again. And it's like never ending roller coaster, right? So that's one way how caffeine kind of doesn't really work for you because it the most important thing here it disturbs the quality of your sleep cycle it uh it um makes your sleep not as good and what happens is in during our sleep we recover our brain consolidates memories uh boosts your creativity connects the dots still takes care of your mental health so many things are happening during sleep. And the better the quality of that sleep is, the better those things are, the better those processes go, the better your mental health, the better your memory, the better your creativity, um, the more detoxed your brain is every morning, right? You can put things together. Like right now, I have no caffeine in my system and I'm doing this podcast without any notes, without anything. I'm just speaking as uh, as you hear me, that's it. That's how I do it. And the reason why I'm able to do that is because the quality of my sleep is good. And the quality of my sleep is good because my caffeine stops 12 hours before my bedtime. Uh, and what I do then in the afternoon, right, when the deep comes, when first of all, the deep never is as strong as you learned, I don't have that adenosine, I don't have that bigger crush, because one of the things you learned in the workshop, guys, you need to actually delay that caffeine for at least, well, I think uh, it's a good safe amount of minutes, 90 minutes. That's what neuroscience researchers recommend to make sure that that, uh, some of that 
stress hormones that are released to wake you up, that adenosine, that leftover of sleepy molecule in your brain. You need to wait for those 90 minutes for your system to clear it out naturally. So then you feel naturally awake, naturally alert. And so then in the afternoon, you don't feel the crash. You don't um, get coffee again. And then so you have better quality of sleep and you also your sleep wake cycle is not disturbed, right? So number one, delay that caffeine uh, in the morning. And um, I recommend to not drink your caffeine in the uh, late afternoon, especially after 2 p.m. That's what sleep scientists recommend and neuroscientists are on board with that recommendation. So now the question comes, what do I do in the morning? What do I do in the afternoon to feel not sleepy? Like if I need to do work and I feel sleepy and groggy, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of, you know, people who want to do a lot, who I worked with, they ask me like, now what do I do? I don't want to feel groggy. I want to get work done when I'm up and I'm ready to do the work. And there are a few solutions that work really beautifully. And you just need to do them consistently and do them with full intensity like you mean it. And they are based in neuroscience research. They based um, on science of how our brain, how our body work. So what are those mechanisms? Well, first of all, in the morning when the sun is up, uh, as soon as you can, as soon as the sun is out, please do go out for I always recommend 20 minutes um, because sometimes it's really sunny and you need less, but sometimes it's cloudy and you actually need those 20 minutes. You need to get outside without sunglasses. It's very important because the signal that your brain needs to stay alert and awake really soon, as soon as you see that light, that signal goes through your eyes. Your brain is in the black box that is your head, your scalp, and your eyes are actually the part of your brain that are out. This is the only part of your brain that can see the light of the day, so to speak, uh, literally. Um, get outside, don't wear sunglasses, don't wear a hat that casts a shadow over your eyes because that also blocks that light unless, you know, it goes like from the side. But I always recommend in the morning, you know, it's not that sunny, you're not going to get sunstroke. So don't wear sunglasses, don't wear a hat that casts a shadow over your eyes. So get outside for 20 minutes. And sometimes people are like, I don't have time. You know, if you don't have time for that, you don't have time for life and for your work. Besides, you can also uh, maybe have a balcony. Maybe you work from a coffee shop and maybe um, just get a little bit outside. Maybe do a call. Maybe do some brainstorming. Maybe um, listen to an audiobook. Just do something. Um, and plus, a very good bonus, movement. Movement starts circulation to all of your tissues in the body, to all of your cells. It also starts circulation towards your brain. It actually makes a lot of neural circuits in your brain active. Brain is designed to accommodate movement, to make you move, to make you an efficient movement. It's profound effect that the brain, that the movement has on on the brain. Yesterday, I was listening to a podcast from a, um, well, from one was neuroscientist, the other was a medical professional who specializes in health longevity. He has his own clinic in in New York City, one of the most popular doctors out there you can find. And from all the research, they agreed uh, it really seems that the movement is the best thing you can do for your brain. So move, get sun sunlight as soon as you can. That's there are two things that you can do that will awake your brain. Now some people say I also myself wake up before sun goes up. And what do you do then? You don't have 
sunlight, you can't get outside. Turn on all the lights in your house, all the bright lights, they don't work as well as sunlight. So as soon as you can, get outside still. But when you wake up and there is no light around, then just turn on all the light. Also, selfie lights, they actually are much brighter than your regular bulb in any apartment. So if you decide to work on your computer while the sun is still not out, not up, then put that selfie light somewhere close to your eyes and keep it running. It will also help you to stay very alert, very awake. Light is more potent than caffeine. Uh, Other things you can do, again, movement. At home, when I wake up, there is no light and I start doing things. I do a few burpees like five, ten burpees, and you're awake and alert. Like, seriously. And sometimes people say, well, I'm not feeling like it. Well, do you want to be awake without caffeine? Then do it. Don't ask yourself, brave, how do you feel? Make yourself feel the want, the way you want to feel. You have the power, but you need to move, not to feel and then move. No, you actually first got to move, and then you're going to feel like doing many more things, right? So if you burpees, again, you don't need to do a workout. Not at all. Just move. Jumps specifically help with that the most. So if you have a thing like a trampoline, that actually works magic on your brain, right? So if you have mini trampoline, that's super great. Like do a couple of minutes of trampoline jumping, you're going to be more awake and alert that coffee can dream of, of that effect. Another thing you can do, cold shower also works so beautifully. Take a minute of cold shower. You'll be so awake and alert, guys. I promise you. Some people are like, I don't like cold. Well, nobody actually likes it. You just kind of get used to that. And it boosts your dopamine and a lot of other feel-good neurotransmitters. It really helps your body, your brain to release the energy. It's amazing. Like cold therapy for your brain, for your dopamine, for your motivation, for your alertness and wakefulness, it does magic. Do not do it before sleep because it will not help you to fall asleep, obviously. It is good for feeling awake and alert. And the last, that is a very, very easy thing to do, no matter where you are, whether you want to move, you don't want to move. Breathing, guys. Hyperventilation breathing. times, for me, one cycle is enough. I'm as awake as I can be. Two, three times, you're going to be super awake and alert. And you don't need any caffeine. Some people even say, don't overdo it, especially if you're on the anxiety side of things, because that can actually, just like caffeine, make you too awake, too alert, and you're going to be jittery and anxious instead of just awake. So maybe one cycle, just like for myself, is enough. And here you go, guys. Wake up, turn the lights on, do a few burpees or trampoline jumping, take a shower. If the sun is out, when the sun is out, get out there because that actually is needed to make production of things like dopamine effective, uh, regulate your sleep cycle. So you still need to get outside. But I'm saying if you are up and there is no sun, then that's what you do, right? Turn on all the light, do burpees. If the sun is out, get outside, spend there 20 minutes. I don't know, grabbing coffee, going to work, doing what you need to do, Uh, movement, you walk, or maybe you run, do exercise if you want, come back, take a cold shower or not, and just do hyperventilation breathing, and you'll be be so awake, alert, and it's going to be your new routine that doesn't take much time at all. Uh, Some neuroscientists share their routine, they're like, 
I go out, do a few jumping jacks, uh, walk my dog, um, come back, take a cold shower, and I'm ready to go, right? It's super simple. Um, in the afternoon, you do the same things. You hyperventilate, you do some movement, you get outside, you take a cold shower. All of these things work. For me, hyperventilation is more than plenty. I do a couple of cycles and I'm no longer sleepy or uh, in any way uh, mentally not capable. Um, Of course, if you don't sleep enough during the night, you might still feel sleepy and maybe then the best scenario is taking a nap. That also will improve your focus, alertness, all of the things. Although when you wake up, you don't necessarily feel like super alert after your nap every time. But then again, you can do movement, you can do hyperventilation, take a cold shower, and you'll be as awake as ever. So these are the tools that you can use instead of caffeine. And again, why caffeine is not so good? Because it For most people, it will disrupt your sleep cycle. For most people, it will increase your anxiety. By the way, the amount of that caffeine does matter. I just read yesterday an article that in studies, they actually use uh, 480 milligrams of caffeine to induce anxiety in people. You know, they need to study anxiety, so they need to make people anxious, and they give them caffeine. And... To give you an idea what is 480 milligrams of caffeine, like Starbucks Venti, their biggest caffeinated coffee drinks, have about 400, 440 milligrams of that caffeine. Can you imagine? Like, especially for people who are sensitive to caffeine like myself, that's gonna send you over the edge into the world of anxiety and you'll think there is something wrong with you. No, that was the caffeine. And for a lot of people, it does create this anxious edge with the wakefulness and alertness. I personally learned that I enjoy more decaf because then I'm awake, alert, I'm still enjoying my coffee, but I don't feel as on the edge, as anxious, right? So what I do, I love my coffee, I drink decaf, um, I also take a teaspoon of matcha green powder with water, kind of like a supplement, because green tea, specifically matcha has a lot of it, has this, has caffeine, first and foremost, but very mild amount, like somewhere maybe 25 milligrams or so. It's kind of like a half of espresso. But it also has this another chemical, L-theanine, that puts your brain into the state that is similar to meditative state. And those combined together, they uh, also, L-theanine stimulates GABA, that is a chill chemical in your brain. So if you want to feel more at peace, but then also alert and awake, then Green tea as a powder, as a supplement, or as a drink as you enjoy it. I don't enjoy it. That's why I just take it with my water. Can be also a great solution. And then I drink my decaf. So I hope you learned a lot about caffeine, a lot of interesting things. You know, once you start to understand things better and how they work and why certain things might not be actually as ideal for you, for your purposes, and you have other tools like breathing, like exercise, like sunlight, right, cold shower, like hyperventilation, if you have other tools to do the job without caffeine, then why would you take your caffeine, right? Again, if you enjoy your coffee like I do, drink your cough. Um, a lot of already 
um, motivated people who have a lot of dopamine naturally, as I do, they also notice the same thing. They're like, I love coffee, but it just makes me anxious. So I drink decaf, right? You're going to get the best of both worlds. So if you have any questions about your specific routine or how to go around things in your situation, then please do reach out either uh, via email, Angela at brainbreakthroughcoach.com or Instagram, even better. I post content, I post uh, different studies, I answer questions, interact with uh, friends, with followers, with all the people interested in brain performance. So go on Instagram, ask your question, uh, comment on stuff that you find interesting. That's the best way. And also guys, experiment. If you don't believe that these things will work, try them. And not just one day, but I recommend at least three days because your body, your brain, they need to adjust to new things that you are doing for you to feel comfortable and to feel good. So try those things, give them an honest try. And and then you might wonder why did you suffer that long with more anxiety and less sleep drinking that caffeine if you could do other things that take no cost, no time, uh, almost get the same effect and no side effects, right? So ask yourself that. Well, guys, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. I'm not going to hold you any longer. Apply the tools, ask questions, and maybe till next time, drink less caffeine.